Hello, welcome to today's immigration tidbit. You have a crime and you're wondering if you're going to be in removal proceedings and if so, why? Well, a lot depends on the sentence, okay? Because back in 1996, which was a long time ago, uh, Ira, Ira passed and it fully expanded the definition of what is considered to be an aggravated felony, okay? And while some crimes, the mere commission of the crimes and conviction by themselves make it an aggravated felony, others depend on the sentence. And that's why when somebody is about to take a plea deal, that may seem really good. If they take the wrong plea deal, they cross from committing a crime that makes it so they could win removal proceedings if they fought it, and eligible eligibility for a waiver into the realm of being an aggravated felon where they would be deported for life. There's no waivers, realistically, that they can get and they've just made their life a ton worse, all because the prosecutor gave them a deal that they thought was really good, and they got less prison time, only to find out they're kicked out of the country the rest of their life. So what's some examples? So a typical example is a theft crime. Okay, you go in, you steal something, and then you don't want to go to trial because of all the stuff that's going to happen, and you know, you get presented with a deal and they say a year sentence and the judge is even nicer. He'll suspend the sentence, time served. Let's say you served three months before trial type thing, before you pled. You're thinking, wow, that's fantastic. You can not even serve a day in jail. Well, by getting the year sentence, again, it makes you an aggravated felon. Had you contacted and been advised by an immigration attorney before taking that plea, that immigration attorney would have said, no, don't don't plea to a year. Plea to 364 days. Because 364 days makes it so you're not an aggravated felon and that you are eligible for a waiver and all kinds of stuff. I mean, obviously, if you're going to plea to something, you need to minimize the plea. So in criminal court, what does that day difference mean? Well, hardly anything. In the example I gave, the judge suspended the sentence anyways. What does it matter to the judge if, you know, on the record it says 364 days versus 365 days? But in immigration law, it's everything. Okay? When it comes down to it, and you've committed a crime and you're taking a plea, it's immigration that's ultimately going to change the direction of your life, not the not the criminal part of it, okay? So when you're taking a plea, you can't just take, you know, for example, what they say is a good deal without contacting an immigration attorney to determine that, in fact, it's the best deal you can get. Because why would you plead to something that's going to make you an aggravated felon and deported the rest of your life just because you get less of a criminal sentence, okay? 
Um, and especially, this is the sad part, especially if it doesn't really make any difference to the prosecutor or to the judge to change it like, you know, it should be changed. There's no harm in getting the best plea you can get if it helps and changes your immigration situation. So the sentence is very, very important. It doesn't matter if it's suspended under immigration law. And the amount of the sentence, again, depending on the crime, is critical. So it's very important when in removal proceedings that you have a sentence that at least allows you to defend against. Okay. Short Cast Club.